Hey guys, how are we doing? We good? Awesome, awesome. Well, what is probably the most common question you guys get? What is it? How old are you? Okay. How are you? All right. Okay. How was school? Cool. I love it. Okay, now how about this? How about this question? A question that you guys get all the time. I sometimes still get it. It's this. What do you want to be when you grow up? What do you want to be when you grow up? So, I looked up, guys, you're going to want to see this because it's going to be hilarious, okay? I looked up some ridiculously hilarious things that little kids wrote down for what they want to be when they grow up. The first thing is this. Look at this. This kid right here, he said, when I grow up, I want to be a dog. (laughs) That's great. Yeah, I would be worried if he said, when I grow up, I want to be a cat. Jeff? Cat? Yeah. (laughs) Next one is this. When I grow up, I am seven. I want to be eight. (laughs) Some high aspirations right there. This one is my favorite. Look at this. When I grow up, I want to be a mailbox. Could you imagine could could you imagine if you told your parents like hypothetically say like Josiah is walking with his parents and they say Josiah what do you want to be when you grow up a mailbox very worried very worried when i was when i was a, a little kid i i had this this season of my life where i was fascinated by by moose by, by the animal, the moose. What's the plural of moose? Meese? Moosen? Mice? I was... Mason? Mooses? Mooseses. Okay. It's moose. There's no plural. I am so overwhelmed right now. So overwhelmed. Okay. Shh. Let me grab your attention in my hand. So I was really fascinated by the mooseses. And... At one point, I wanted to grow up to be a moose, and in fact, I decided that I was a moose. So one day, when I was little, I was with my dad, and we were going somewhere, and he ran into someone who he knew, and and this person looked at me and said, hi, David, and I pointed at her, and I was like, no! I'm not David. I am a moose. Now, my I gave my dad zero warning in this, so he was shocked. He was like, what? what? What is happening to you? I'm a moose, Dad. What? Son, what is... Uh, uh, you can't be a moose. I'm a moose. Moo. Son, mooses don't move. That's why they're called mooses, Dad. Moo. And I wanted to grow up to be a moose. In fact, I was convinced I was a moose. It was quite awkward. My dad was worried. He's still worried. So we get this question often, what do you want to be when you grow up? Some of us want to be mailboxes. Some of us want to be mooses. But what about the most important question, an even more important question than what do you want to be when you grow up? 
There's an even more important question, and that question is this. What is the purpose of your life? What is the purpose of your life? Some of you are like, mailbox. No, that's not the purpose of your life. Silly. Silly. When I was your age, if someone had come up to me and said, hey, David, what is the purpose of your life? I would have been thrown off. I would have been like, um, I don't know. I eat. I sleep. I play basketball. I poop sometimes. Is, is that my life purpose? And maybe some of you are sitting here and you're in the same spot. You don't really think so much about what your life purpose is. And you're like, my life purpose is um, Fortnite and hopefully one day I'll be able to talk to a girl. <laughs> one day. It's a high aspiration. High aspiration right there. But the reality is we have been wrestling with this question, whether we realize it or not. We have been wrestling with this question for thousands of years. Humans have been wrestling with this question. In fact, some of us may think the purpose of life is to make money, but there was this Greek philosopher named Aristotle who is quoted saying this, the life of money-making is one undertaken under compulsion, and wealth is evidently not the good we are seeking after, or uh, we are seeking. So he's basically saying, hey, the pursuit of money as that being your life purpose, that is an empty purpose. For it is merely useful for the sake of something else. So here's Aristotle back in like 300 BC. He is admitting that life is more than money. There is a purpose beyond making money. But he doesn't say what it is. We believe that the scriptures, what we have in the Bible, says a lot about purpose, what our purpose is in life. So that is what we are going to look at this morning. So we are in this series about Jesus, and we are going to look at Colossians chapter 1. So if leaders can grab the Bibles, if you happen to grab one of these Bibles, it is going to be on page 5. 53. So we're in Colossians chapter 1. Colossians chapter 1. If you are there, say mailbox. Awesome. You know what? I think I've got the page wrong. No, wait. Just kidding. All right. So it's going to also be on the screen. All right, guys, let me grab your attention. All right. It says this in verse 15, Colossians 1, 15 through 17. The son, talking about Jesus, the son is the image of the invisible God. The firstborn over all creation. For in him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible. Whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. There are two things that I want us to notice about 
this passage that we just read. There are two things. First is this. We are created by Jesus. We are created by Jesus. If you're writing notes, write this down. We are created by Jesus. Now, that may be mind-blowing to you guys. Like, oh my goodness, we are created by Jesus. And you may be thinking, wait a minute, I thought... I thought God created everything. I thought we were made by God. But the reality is Jesus is God. And Jesus, it's, it's complicated, but Jesus, he created all things. If you have more questions about that, Pastor Jeff has all the answers. Just ask him, okay? So we are created by Jesus. In fact, in John chapter 1, verse 3, it says this, Through him all things were made. Without him nothing has been made. So the first thing we have to know in this, in this verse is that we are created by Jesus. The next is this. We are created for Jesus. We are created for Jesus. So if you're taking notes, write this down. We are created for Jesus. The reality is anything created is created with a purpose. I mean, have you guys ever, like, made something Anything we make, it, there's a purpose behind it, right? We, you, you make a gift you know, for your parents or whatever. You give it to them. It has a purpose. There, I looked up random gadgets that, that have kind of a useless purpose, but they still have a purpose nonetheless. First one is this. Look at this. <laughs> this is a Hush Me voice mask. So if you talk really loud, you put this on, and it makes your voice whisper. Isn't that so cool? No? Okay, whatever. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. It was created with a purpose. Anything created is created with a purpose. This thing was created with the purpose of hushing your voice. That is awesome. Next is this. Look at this, guys. (laughs) Vacuum shoes. So... All of you guys are like, ah, actually, I'd be down for that. You know, your, your parent is like, hey, can you vacuum the downstairs? Okay, let me put my vacuum shoes on. Like, that would be really cool. That would be awesome. So maybe this isn't such a useless thing that has been created. But regardless, it has been created for a purpose, and that purpose is convenient vacuuming wherever you're walking. The next one is my favorite. You know what this is? It is a no phone, which means if you are an iPhone addict, which is everyone for the most part, you can get one of these and it does nothing, but it's like it matches the square size of a phone, so you could have it in your pocket, which would be hilarious because if you are with your friends and they're like, oh, can you look up the score of the game? Oh, yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know the score of the game. I'm sorry. So that useless brick thing has been created for, the, for a purpose. And that purpose is to help iPhone addicts get off their addiction with iPhones. Why am I saying this? So we are created. Therefore, we are created with a purpose. We are created 
with a purpose in mind. We are created by Jesus, and it's in Jesus that we find our purpose. Jesus has created us with this purpose, guys. It is with this purpose that we are created, to follow Jesus and to help others follow Jesus. Or to put it another way, our purpose is to follow Jesus and point others to him. In 1 Peter chapter 2, you don't have to jump there, but it'll be on the screen. It says this, but you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may, so that it's basically saying, hey, you know, the purpose for you existing is this, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. It's basically saying your purpose is to point people to Jesus. That is your purpose. Now, friends, I am going to quote from a very old professor. It's going to be a very boring quote. You have my permission to completely check out right now. But if you do, you're going to miss out on this demonstration that I'm going to do as I am reading this very boring but very deep quote from this very old but very smart man, okay? So, Pastor Hayden, can you uh, grab the, the thing, the magical thing in the curtain? The, the magical thing. Guys, if, if you... If you gr- grasp this quote, you can tell your parents, hey, in church today, we heard a quote from Aristotle and a very old and very smart professor from a very far seminary, okay? So it will be awesome. But here's what it says. This means, actually, you know what? I think I might move this. Oh, oh, there we go. Thank you, Pastor Hayden. You are so handsome. So, the quote is going to be on the screen, right here. This means that Jesus is the goal of all creation, basically meaning that all of the purpose of all of creation is found in Jesus. Everything exists to display his glory, and ultimately he will be glorified in his creation. Paul's argument in these verses, talking about the verses in Colossians 1, may be illustrated by an artist. I am going to be an artist, okay? Illustrated by an artist who produces a sculpture. I'm going to draw a painting, and it's going to be beautiful. In fact, I am going to be drawing a a cat. It's going to be beautiful. And in fact, I feel like Jeff is going to want this because he loves cats. He loves all things cats. Strange, all things cats. Originally, the idea and details of the sculpture comes uh, come from the mind of the artist. So I've got this image of a cat, and I am going to draw a cat. I am an artist. I am going to draw a cat. It is going to be absolutely beautiful. Oh, it's so loving what I'm creating right now. Then the sculpture is constructed by the artist, and he alone can see it. Right now, all I know right now in my mind is I'm, I'm painting a cat. All I see in my mind is a cat. It's absolutely beautiful. Beautiful. 
Meow. Guys, we're almost done with this really long but really deep quote. Finally, those who admire the finished work, you guys are admiring my cat. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. Think of the artist who imagined, planned, and accomplished the work of beauty. As long as the sculpture stands, as long as you guys see this cat, this beautiful cat, it's beautiful, absolutely beautiful. I am so impressed with myself. With myself. People remember and appreciate the artist. In the same way, Jesus is the central point of all of creation and rules over it. Basically, we are God's masterpiece. We are created by Jesus for Jesus. He has created us beautiful. And we get to point people to Jesus. We get to point people to the artist who has created us, the creator who has created us. Our purpose is found in following Jesus and pointing people to Jesus. If you guys, if, if one of you is able to repeat back the main point of, of today's message, I will give you this for free, okay? You are welcome. You are welcome. So, here is the main idea. And so, if you repeat this back to me, you'll get this. It's valuable. It'll be worth a lot of money. Here's the main point I want you to go home with. It's this. Uh, It is, your purpose is to follow Jesus and help people follow Jesus. Your purpose is to follow Jesus and point people to Jesus. Just like a work of art points to the creator, so you point others to Jesus. That is your purpose. Your purpose is to follow Jesus, which means to know, love, and serve Jesus. Your purpose is to follow Jesus and help others follow Jesus. So you want to know your purpose? It is found in Jesus. So the message translation, which is a a translation of of the Bible, uh, says this in Colossians 1, uh, 15 through 18. We look at the sun. Oh, it's supposed to say the sun. My bad. We look at the sun and see the God who cannot be seen. We look at the sun and see God's original purpose in everything created. God's original purpose in everything created. For everything, absolutely everything, above and below, visible and invisible, rank after rank after rank of angels, everything got started in him and finds its purpose in him. This is great news, friends. This is great news because... This means that your life has purpose. You have purpose. Where you are sitting right now, you have purpose. Your purpose isn't isn't Fortnite and eating tacos. It is, though those are great things, your purpose is to follow Jesus and to help others follow Jesus. You were created by Jesus for the purpose of following Jesus and helping others follow Jesus. So you have a choice today and every day to live out this purpose of following Jesus. Now, you may be sitting here and you're like, okay, what does it mean to follow Jesus? How do I follow Jesus? Uh, I have two thoughts on how to follow Jesus, what it looks like. It is this, spend time with Jesus and serve others. What does it mean to spend time with Jesus? 
In every relationship, you need time, trust, and talking. Spend time with Jesus. Trust Jesus. Talk with Jesus. And in doing so, you are following Jesus. And then serving others. You know, the, the scriptures say, Jesus says, whatever you do for the least of these, talking about serving the least, the poor, the marginalized, the outcast, whatever you do for the least of these, you do for me. So when we serve others, we are serving Jesus. Friends, here's why I want you to get this. Here's why I'm so passionate about you guys knowing your purpose, which is found in Jesus, and living out that purpose. This is why I'm so passionate about this. When I was in high school, my sophomore year of high school, I came to rock bottom. It was a very difficult time of my life. My whole life, I had my identity wrapped up in basketball. If you ask me what my purpose was, it was, hey, I'm going to grow to be seven feet tall, I'm going to the NBA, and I'm going to make lots of money. That was my life purpose. But what happened was I wasn't as good as the rest of the guys on my basketball team in high school. In fact, my sophomore year, I got cut from the team, and the, the varsity coach said, hey, you, could, you can be the manager, though. And I was like, but my purpose, my purpose, my purpose got stripped from me. So here I was, I was a sophomore in high school, and I felt as if I lacked purpose. I had no more purpose. My, my life had no more meaning. I did not have any purpose for living, and I was depressed. I was lost. I, I was far from God, and I, I didn't have any purpose for, for living. But the crazy thing is, is I, I had a friend who pointed me to Jesus, and I started to follow Jesus, and I realized something cool, that, that my purpose in life was found not in basketball, not in making money, not in, in girls. My purpose was found in Jesus, and that changed my life. That changed my life. So you may be sitting here, and you may be feeling like I felt back when I was a sophomore in high school. You may be feeling as if, man, I feel like I lack purpose. I feel like my life has no meaning. I feel like I don't really matter. Friends, let me tell you, your purpose is found in Jesus your purpose is found in following Jesus and pointing others to Jesus. Maybe you're sitting here and you haven't even thought about the question of what your life purpose is. My encouragement to you is to find your purpose in Jesus, to follow him and to point your friends, your neighbors, your family to Jesus, because that is your purpose. And maybe you're sitting here and you know that your purpose in life is to follow Jesus. You've grown up in the church, you, you know all the Bible stories, that is awesome. You already know that your purpose is found in Jesus. But my encouragement to you is to live with purpose and point people to Jesus, just like an art, a piece of art points to the artist. You can point people to Jesus. Because I do not doubt that you know people who lack purpose, who are lost like me, who didn't know if their life even mattered. There are so many people out there who need to know that their purpose is found in Jesus. Our hope and prayer for you is that you would know your purpose, a purpose found in Jesus, and live out that purpose 
to see uh, to, and for others to see Jesus in you, to live out that purpose for others to see Jesus in you. So imagine what your life could look like, friends. Here, real quick, let's put down our Bibles real quick. Imagine what your life could look like if every day you lived your life with the purpose of following Jesus and pointing others to Jesus. Imagine what that would look like. You would live your life with so much more passion. There would be so much more meaning. Friends, your purpose is found in Jesus and pointing others to him.